Hashtag SAFMBTH. 24 minutes after 5 o'clock in conversation next with Advocate Sipos Kosana, Chief Director of Water Use Authorization Management at the Department of Water and Sanitation, which has now opened up the application process for independent power producers who want to use water to produce renewable energy. The department met with IPPs to announce its plans to produce renewable energy in partnership with the private sector using dams and rivers. What will the three-phase process of vetting IPPs entail? We are now joined by Advocate Sipos Kosana. Advocate Kosana, good afternoon and thank you so much uh, for making time for us. Is it known as yet though, considering um, the number of dams and rivers that we have in the country, how much um, electricity we'd be able to generate from these dams and rivers? Uh, good, ne- good evening, Aldrin, and good evening to your listeners. Aldrin, we are opening up, as you've indicated, to all the people who are intending to use our infrastructure, dams and rivers to generate electricity. However, I must hasten to say, on the side of the department, we are strictly on the regulatory side of our rivers and dams, meaning that the business side of the things is for the IPP and other uh, responsible organs of the state meaning that as water and sanitation, we might not be looking at the quantities of electricity that is being generated, but we might be looking at how do we make our regulatory yeah. framework to enable the people to use our infrastructure to generate the electricity that they want. So how do we then give them the water use licenses to, to work on our space to generate the electricity that they want. Yeah. But, but does the department know what the potential is, at least, even though you're only dealing with the regulatory part around it? The potential is huge, but it's also dependent on what type of the technology that you, you want to use. For instance, we've got different technologies. If you look, for instance, a pump storage, wherein you actually have the water, the amount of water secured in the dam, then that water is only available to you. Then you pump the water from the primary dam to the upstream dam, then you release for the water to hit the turbine. Mm. Then yeah, then you're looking at, 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 at such a, a, a high amount of energy that you can generate. Then when you look at impoundment, wherein you actually retrofit your turbines on the on the existing dams that you are having. And then that also talks to the amount of pressure that you can have through the release of water from our dams. But similarly, you've got other technologies that are smaller in nature, which are actually some of the technologies that you can submit or put on top of our water resources. Then where you've got uh, wind-propelled turbines and all that, so that you're looking at a very small scale of generation, which possibly might not necessarily need a license, but might need a general authorization staff and an approval, a paper approval from our department. But when you're looking into different technologies that are actually large in the approach where we can generate uh, in the region of 8 and, 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 and 10 million megawatts, then, I mean 10 megawatts, then, then you're looking at at, at all of those uh, uh, the, the big ones. So it's where our, our licenses are coming.
coming into port. Yeah, and also considering that um, these 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 riverways, um, these dams um, are also being used, at least by some, you have farmers, some you have villages that rely on some of these dams. Is there a, 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 a public participation process that will be undertaken? Because we know, for instance, with the great, with the great Ethiopian Renaissance Dam, um, the conflict that that has caused between Egypt as well as, um, as well as Ethiopia. And while we speak about two countries here, we can speak about villages where some villages are relying on the waterways that are there. And you find that the big business or big farmers even sometimes take away that water from the villages. Yes, it's built in into our process. The, our licensing process, by its very nature, I mean, Adrian, is got a public participation process. And that public participation process, once uh, uh, we, we, we start with the process, they will, depending on the extent of the use, the type of impact that is there. So in an environment where we authorize uh, operations that have minimal or no impact, then, then we actually waive the need for public participation. But in instances wherein there is actually uh, a competition for the use of our water and, 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 and actually there is apprehension from other users, yes, we do actually require that the applicant conduct the public participation process. That is actually a legislated process in terms of Section 41.4 of the National Water Act. Now, having uh, conducted the public participation process, the interested and affected people, as we call them, then meaning the other people who might be affected by the process, they are free and welcome to uh, to raise their objections to, during the process. Now, when we now start to authorize these activities, we seriously consider their objections, and having considered their objections, in the main, are objections relating to the protection of the water resources, yeah. the portable pollution of the water resources, and, 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 and all the other things, the erosion that might come out of the process and all that. So, so in the event that we realize that their objections are valid, to an extent that we can proceed and authorize the activity, but we can throw the conditions that will mitigate the amount and the extent of damage that is, is actually uh, uh, raised in their objections. We do so. But in other instances where we realize that it is a fatally flaw application and the objections, they are insurmountable, then we don't proceed and grant. Okay. But should we, should we mitigate the objections but still the objector is not happy in the manner in which we dealt with the application. The act allows the objector an administrative recourse in terms of appealing our decision to the water tribunal. Thank you so much, Retam. Advocate Sipos Kosana, Chief Director for Water Use Authorization Management at the Department of Water and Sanitation. It's a minute after half past five. Time for the news headlines.